Dear friend, thank you for joining us today. This is the New Life program coming to you from Adventist World Radio, the voice of hope. Stay tuned in order to catch the exciting segments and items that are about to come your way. I'm your host, friend and presenter, Samuel Mangi. On today's Bible slot, we'll be having Pastor Prosin Nanga talk about Jesus, our hope. The health segment will be brought to us by Msavi Mtesha today. She'll be talking about seizure or epilepsy. As usual, you have marvelous things to spiritually lift you up. Let us listen to Yakesho by Capstone Ministers.
I hope that you've liked that song by Capstone Ministers. Let us now give room to Msavi Mteshi with the health segment. Stay tuned. Listener, welcome to our program, Health Nuggets. I am your presenter, Musavi Muteshi. Today, I want to talk with you about seizures and epilepsy. We were created with an incredibly complex brain that manage all of the functions of our body. A seizure is a brain disorder that occurs when, for reasons doctors do not yet completely understand, the electrical signals that our brain cells send out as instructions surge from nerve to nerve much faster than normal. These surges can, at times, produce temporary mental confusion, leaving us blankly staring into space. During severe episodes, the surges can cause a complete loss of consciousness. While the body stiffens and shakes, we lose bladder control and we bite our tongue. Doctors classify seizures as being either focal or generalized. If the abnormal brain activity is located in just one part of the brain, the abnormalities are called focal or partial seizures. Seizures that involve the entire brain are called generalized seizures. 2% of people would experience at least one unprovoked seizure during their lifetime. If they have two or more unprovoked seizures, they are considered to have epilepsy. While the symptoms of a seizure vary depending on the type of seizure one has, in most cases a person with epilepsy will have the same type of seizure each time, so their symptoms will be similar from one seizure episode to the next. Numerous tests are used to diagnose seizures and epilepsy. Simple blood tests can sometimes identify infections as a cause of seizure episodes. The most common test used to diagnose epilepsy is an EEG. 
a recording of the brain's electrical activity. Abnormalities will often be seen in the pattern of brain waves of an epileptic, even between seizure episodes. Why do people develop seizures in epilepsy? Brain damage caused by such things as head trauma or a stroke is a risk factor. Medical conditions in a pregnant mother, such as poor nutrition or a brain infection prior to delivery, can be damaging enough to the baby's brain to cause epilepsy. Some types of epilepsy run in families, so there may be a genetic component. A lack of sleep, stress, and the use of alcohol and tobacco are yet other powerful triggers for seizures. So, if you suffer seizures, be sure to get enough sleep, manage stress as much as possible, and avoid alcohol and tobacco products to decrease your seizure activity. Home therapies can be of help in preventing seizure activity. Some children with epilepsy have been able to reduce the frequency of their seizures by eating a strict diet that is high in fats and low in starches and sugars. The diet is called a ketogenic diet, and it causes the body to break down fats, using them for energy instead of sugar. The use of these fats instead of sugar as an energy source for the brain has been shown to reduce the number and frequency of seizure episodes. Even mild seizures require treatment because they can be very dangerous if they occur at critical times. As an example, a seizure that causes a loss of consciousness while making driving a car or operating heavy equipment extremely dangerous. If you fall during even a mild seizure, you can injure your head. If your seizure lasts more than five minutes, you will have an increased risk of permanent brain damage or even death. Formal medical treatment for seizures begins with taking anti-seizure medicines. Half of all people diagnosed with epilepsy become seizure-free with the first medicine given them as treatment. Unfortunately, all anti-seizure medicines have side effects. These side effects include making you feel tired and dizzy, making you lose muscle coordination, and they can cause the development of speech problems. More severe but thankfully less common side effects include depression and thoughts of suicide. If medicines don't work, your doctor may propose surgery as a treatment. During surgery for seizures, a surgeon will remove that area of the brain that is causing the seizures. Surgery is most successful when tests show that the seizures originate in a small, well-defined area of the brain that doesn't interfere with vital functions such as speech, language, or hearing. If you are the parent or guardian of a child who suffers epilepsy, learn the correct way to handle them when a seizure occurs. Gently roll them onto one side and put something soft under their head. Loosen anything tight around their neck. Don't try to put your fingers or anything else in their mouth. No one has ever swallowed their tongue during a seizure. Don't attempt to waken the child by shouting at or by shaking them, and don't try to restrain a child suffering a seizure. If the child is moving, clear away dangerous objects, call for medical aid, and watch over them until medical personnel arrive. Watch the child closely so that you can provide details as to what happened. And the time the seizure with your watch. Most importantly, keep calm and reassure others nearby. It is important to understand that epilepsy is much more than just a series of seizures for the patient who suffers the condition. The disorder is often measured in personal terms. There are challenges in school, uncertainties about social and employment situations, limitations on driving a car, and questions about independent living. 
Family members may also struggle with how to best help their loved one and maintain their family life. Everyone often feels isolated, and they fear that no one truly understands their struggle. If you are dealing with epilepsy and are looking for someone who understands, find an epilepsy group in your area. People are often able to learn more from other patients, parents, and family members than from any other source of available information. Health Nuggets is written by Dr. Richard Uckel, a medical doctor working in the United States. The medical views expressed in this program are his and may differ for your particular health needs. If you need medical advice, please consult a medical professional in your area. Thank you once again for listening. I hope that the insights shared with you on epilepsy or seizure have been of great importance. Thank you for staying tuned. Remember to send us your views, comments, or questions about the show by writing to the producer, Adventist World Radio, PO Box 42276-00-100-Nairobi-Kenya-or-email-us-through-awr-nairobi-at-ek.adventist.org. I'll be back after this track, Yaedano by Capson Ministers.
Pastor Prosin Nanga will now quench a spiritual thirst. Please stay tuned until the end. Jesus, our hope. In our previous studies, we learned about the blessed hope beyond the darkness and troubles of the present moment. There is a blessed hope, hope in the coming of our Lord, which is grounded and rooted in God's promises. The blessed hope sustains us and brings us to Christ. Today we are going to talk about Jesus as our hope. In Eden, Adam was crowned as a king. He was given dominion over every living thing that God had created. God blessed Adam and Eve with intelligence and to be in the image and glory of God. Every faculty of mind and soul reflected the Creator's glory. They enjoyed the communion with God, but they fell to the fatal passion that lay at the foundation of Satan's fall. By disobeying the commands of God, man fell under condemnation. They became victims of certain cruelty. Satan entangled man and ruined him and left him helpless. And thus, man was involved or grasped by something that was larger than himself. And that because of this, man was rendered impotent to effect the good that he would to please God. Sin is certainly real in man's life, and it, it expresses his inner conditions. And thus, sin consists of impure thoughts, words, and also the presence of a sinful nature which contaminates even the good deeds that one does. And therefore, man, when he is confronted with God in his glory, he cries out, Woe is me, for I'm damned. Following this pattern of Adam, whose sinful deed brought in sin as a power, 
man became a slave to sin, and thus in acting, man is reacting to the power of sin. In this situation, man's need is a new self at the center. As soon as there was sin, there was also a savior. The fall of Adam called for the grace of God to appear in behalf of all. While the deception of sin reached its height, God's grace flowed in abundance. By God's grace, righteousness is imputed in man. Righteousness is a power which works in man, and it has its effect in him, but without becoming a quality of man. In this, one realizes that he has been grasped beyond his own residence capacity and ability by a force which makes possible a new existence. By the grace of God, righteousness is imputed now, but then it will be imparted. Then, when Christ will return to take us home in a better place, undefiled and uncorrupt. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever may believe in him may have eternal life. Thus, the death of Jesus Christ has established a living hope for believers. He was sacrificed once for all. The forces of darkness cannot come back, for all was finished at the cross. The very event which the disciples had looked upon as the final destruction of their hope was that which made it forever sure. The mystery that solves sin problem is Jesus Christ, to whom God would make known what is the riches of the glory of this mystery among Gentiles. This is Christ in you. Jesus is our hope of glory. Jesus alone will make you a new you. Hope of glory. Would you welcome Jesus in your heart and let him dwell in you? Thank you for making Adventist already a favorite station. There's been great and I hope through the mercies of God you'll join me next time. Don't forget to send us your thoughts concerning this program. Send them to the producer, Adventist World Radio, PO Box 42276-00100 Nairobi, Kenya or email us through awrnairobi at aka.adventist.org. I've been your host, friend and presenter Samuel Mangi. Remember, stay safe, stay blessed. Shukuru kwa yote yeye ni bwana wa majeshi
namshukuru kwa yote yeye ni Mungu kwa miungu namshukuru kwa yote yeye ni Bwana wa majeshi Santa 